A new society has emerged, a virtual one, and not the one that we originally thought was going to come into existence years down the road and would be facilitated by something like Apple's new VR headset. That's not how evolution works. Evolution comes from solving the problems that cause our suffering. It is a slow burn until it finally explodes. The emergence of this new virtual society that I'm talking about came into being as fast as a star exploding. We called it social media when it happened, but there were burning problems in human life that programmers, visionaries, and businessmen spent years solving up until this point. Communication was local, information was local, business was local, opportunities were local. Centuries of geographic restriction changed in the blink of an eye. The internet allowed for the emergence of social media, and social media allowed for the emergence of the creator economy. And that is something so new that not many people have been able to wrap their heads around the significance of what the creator economy actually is. Because the creator economy allowed for the advancement of decentralization. The industrial revolution caused an unsustainable development of dominance hierarchies, more people and less power at the top with less power and more people at the bottom, and the age of information began to reverse this effect with the development of creator actualization hierarchies. So the distinction there is that there are two different kind of hierarchies. There are dominator or dominance hierarchies. This is what gives them the bad rap, which is like an ape at the top of the food chain that has his picking of female apes and food and whatever they want. And it's the same thing with corporate jobs where you can only rise so far up the ladder because there's only so few people left up to the top of the ladder. But an actualization hierarchy continues to evolve, 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 and people move up along with it as the creator economy and the people in it pass down their lessons via courses and content and everything of that nature as they evolve and change what they do because creators pivot all the time. They don't stick to one static niche like many people tell you to. It changes with your interests and skill set and experience changing. Once you hit a certain level in business, there comes a point where you have to push further and you're going to be passing down lessons from that lens. And so the actual the creator actualization hierarchies of passing down your teachings, teaching what you know, it's not a pyramid scheme like many people think it is or will immediately label it as of like, oh, you're just selling a course on this, that and that. And oh, it's a period pyramid scheme because they don't understand. They haven't done it. They haven't experienced it. They're viewing one little piece of it, taking it out from the entire story of what it is or the entire picture of what it is, like taking a pixel from an image and expecting it to make sense as a pixel. And then they're just labeling it so they don't have to actually do it when it is going to be a necessary part of life. And so these actualization hierarchies are based on skill. They're based on skill and experience. And that is what allows you to rise up. It is completely within your control to maneuver your way to however far you want to go up. So what is this creator society that I'm talking about? Because there's creator society and then economy within it. So I'll start this out with a tweet that I believe sums up most of what we're going to talk about here. Knowledge not found in schools is the source of money not found in employment. With the development of the internet, information has spread beyond measure. It's just uncontrollable. It's a wildfire. And so this led to the development of a more advanced, global, and accessible society on the internet. Societies consist of institutions, communities with shared beliefs, and cultural ideas. The most notable aspects are the school system, workforce, social and business tribes, and religious establishments. Social media has expanded and collapsed the lines between these. If you are a follower of like non-duality, then you understand that this is a natural part of universal evolution, where things divide and they reunite. And so we're dividing away from 
corporate dominance into individual power. And there's so many shared perspectives that people aren't able to take one ideology, fit it into something like a religious institution in a specific culture, in a specific location, lock people into that paradigm, indoctrinate and brainwash them. That's not possible with the development of social media. It's possible, but it's much less likely just because everyone can see it happening and they can stop it from happening because they know it's a problem. And so on the topic of the school system, the public traditional school system has many problems. Convergent thinking, compartmentalized learning, conformity over authenticity, memorization over process, failure as something to avoid, authorities as unquestionable, long work over efficiency and true value, intelligence defined as book smarts, decade-old curriculums that only worry about training you into a replaceable job. And so, of course, there's benefits, but the deficits outweigh that entirely. There is no arguing that. That's because this is evolution. We've gotten to this point where a new school system is emerging because it is demanded. It has to happen for us to move forward. So the new school system in the creator society, aka passionate creators that go and research the topics that they love and distribute the lessons from their own lens to the people that resonate with that lens, it allows individuals to pursue their curiosity, find teachers or creators that they learn best from, treat learning as a part of life rather than an annoying obligation, learn modern skills that allow you to adapt fast to the fast-changing environment, find specific knowledge that contribute to their pursuit of self-generated rather than assigned goals, and prioritize entrepreneurship as it is the only logical end goal for those that want more out of life. The new school system is internet content and courses. None of this is labeled. It is just a part of virtual life. The religious establishments narrowed the minds of its followers and fought any perspective that contradicted their own. Now, spiritual awareness and education are accessible in most creator brands. You can open your mind, study different perspectives, and self-experiment until you cultivate a philosophy that suits you. This is not only for spiritual growth, but mental, financial, and health-related growth. So that's the society, the school system, religious system, or spiritual system, and government. And we didn't touch on that, but government is pretty much people self-regulating themselves and kind of tribes going to war against each other. This is what you see when people make like reaction videos to other people to kind of police what they're doing and keep the industry in check. So what is the creator economy? Because the exchange of goods has been a natural part of existence since the inception of human interaction. That's how you like the exchange of goods. Goods can be a product, service, idea, or whatever you're selling or communicating to another person. And so money or currency is a neutral form of value. Individuals spend it on what they perceive as valuable because other goods didn't match that. It's like I could, if someone didn't see my little clay pot as valuable, then I didn't have a currency to get what I wanted. And so something like money had to be created to kind of level the playing field and allow people to exchange what they deem valuable for what they want. And so with that, you can start to understand the importance of marketing and sales because marketing and sales is just illustrating the value of your product and putting a price tag on something that matches that for a specific person at a specific level of awareness with specific goals, with a specific level of mind, with specific problems in their life. Because that's what composes someone's identity, right? And this is why you need a target audience or a target persona. I recommend targeting yourself because you understand your identity the best and you can attract people to that and sell just based on your own values. The creator economy is composed of individuals distributing value in the form of content and products. They educate their audience on the skills and interests that will aid in the actualization of their goals. Their products or services are meant to generate results and move them faster toward those goals. So now we understand the society of the economy, and but now we need to understand my one-person business philosophy. 
So here's a quote from Naval. There are almost 7 billion people on this planet. Someday, I hope, there will be almost 7 billion companies. The best businesses change lives, and transformations make a winning product. Stop trying to solve imaginary problems. Solve your own problems, change your own life, package up the method, slap a price tag on it. You're less likely to fail if you solve real, meaningful problems. This is the problem with most people entering business. They don't have an understanding of marketing, sales, psychology, or just evolution in general. So stop trying to land on Saturn and build a billion-dollar company when that's not a real, tangible problem. That's not going to make people's lives better. Why are we trying to land on Saturn when we can't even live on Earth? Because the majority of the population are still suffering from low consciousness problems. And that is hold the individuals that form the collective are holding back the collective ego from enlightenment. So I recommend starting as a micro education business model to actually solve real problems in your own life and then distribute your solutions to others. There's a video I have called the micro education business model, something like that. Because that's how you contribute to the happiness and evolution of humanity. And you first start doing this by understanding the eternal markets, which is health, wealth, relationships, and happiness. So by solving your own problems in these domains, you push toward your own self-actualization, create a unique map with your own story that you can pass down, and make an income by helping others heal and achieve their goals. From there, everyone is at a higher state of consciousness. We can do what we love with our time and solve deeper problems that we are passionate about, like landing on Saturn at that point. So if social media is the new society, then personal brands are the people of that society. And no, this is not limited to those that have a business. Like even you, you have a social media account, you're just not contributing, right? You're not a part of the economy, so to say. And you are, you're a consumer in the economy, but you don't understand that this is global right? That you can, can, you can be a part of this. It's not like a physical location where there can only be a hundred buildings in a specific lot. You have your own lot. You just open it up. You want digital real estate, sign up for a website builder and put up a fucking website. Boom. Because creators, small and large are hiring people left and right. So are brands or corporations. They're hiring people that actually display their value with their public resume, which is their profile or their content. Social media is a public job board, public school, public note-taking system, and public party where you can find friends and nurture business relationships. So to start, a very good option is to just work for another creator or brand in the economy to start getting real-world results with modern skills that are going to be much more necessary to start your own brand. Right. And I would argue that every single skill that you can apply to your own brand are the necessary skills that you can apply to other people's brands. So by working and building your own brand, you're stacking the most applicable knowledge that is going to get you paid the most when you go to work for someone else, if you want to at that point. So let's talk about the path to self monetization. There are three paths and we're going to break these all down. But the first is just the typical learn a skill, sell a skill, or learn a skill, teach a skill, sell a skill. This is what most people recommend you do to start making money fast, is learn a modern skill that creators or brands use in their business, like email marketing, funnel design, or content writing. Create content based around that skill to flex your knowledge. Frankly, this won't gain many followers. Your profile will be more like a resume. And charge higher prices for a freelance or consulting service because you don't have the audience or leverage to sell a product in your sleep. So for any of this to work, you're going to have to learn the evergreen skills, which is writing, speaking, marketing, and sales. I talk about that more in the $1 million offer stack video. So path number two is to become a value creator within your interests. So here's a graphic of what the value creator in my eyes actually does. If you want to stop and read this, I'd recommend it, or you can screenshot it for later. This is difficult to articulate. 
the whole value creator thing because most people because most people are at the place in their life where they're just like i don't have any interests because you've been force fed what to become interested in from school from all of the problems we listed earlier about the public school system so let's start there how do you generate interest in a topic you generate interest in a topic by investing energy into a goal that way you feel as if you're wasting the investment if you don't achieve that goal right you need the pressure you need the pull you need something on the line you need something you need mental currency aka focus invested in a goal so that you feel pulled to actually achieve it and so true goals are based around the eternal markets health wealth relationships happiness in the pursuit of self-actualization most other things are just cheap desires they aren't really true they are just kind of they're fabricated wants that were projected onto you and so the interests or skills you learn along the way to the goal are how you generate interest in something because if someone achieve, wants to achieve a goal in health, they're going to find the path that is best for them in a sense with some trial and error. So some people with the pursuit of health are going to learn the interest of nutrition or a specific diet within nutrition or uh, training. So maybe they like bodybuilding, maybe they like running more, maybe they like cycling more. And so all of these little things and interests start to culminate as you're achieving that goal for the health market i can become interested in subtopics of nutrition training and mental health so like bodybuilding the ancestral diet minimalist training yoga mindfulness for the wealth market i can become interested in subtopics of business career development and finance like freelancing software as a service resume building interview preparation budgeting any skill listed in the previous section and for the relationships market i can become interested in subtopics of social dynamics dating and marriage like couples therapy confidence and charisma day game how to approach all of these push me towards the development of each area and this is how you become a digital renaissance man you must become a lifelong autodidact or self-learner if you want to be truly irreplaceable and you can learn anything in record time faster than any of our ancestors used to be able to just thanks to the internet and courses and coaching and all of the things that too many people write off as oh that don't have credentials they don't have results whatever and so that was path one and two learn a skill sell a skill and value creation based on your interest but path three and my ideal way of doing this which is much more long term is do both because as i said earlier with a personal brand you will be forced to learn most of the modern skills that lead to any kind of brand or creator success you will have to build your own landing pages funnels emails content profile design graphics and the rest to make your brand a success if it doesn't help your brand grow it won't help others and it isn't worth learning in that case when you start getting results for your own brand then you have the experience to start helping people with others in exchange for money the product or service you wish to sell at this point by practicing on your own brand will usually be based around your interests right so the way that i can put this is like yeah if you're going the learn a skill sell a skill route then you build experience by working with other people the same is true with health wealth relationships whatever it may be but let's say i want to go into bodybuilding and so i get results for myself because this is the one person business personal brand and then i can use those initial initial results to create a product or service so like a training program or health coaching or whatever it may be and then from there i can build my landing page my profile write my content and start to invest energy in this personal brand and decide what I like to do the most do I like the marketing do I like the graphic design do I like the health the most and what can I start to sell 
but you're practicing selling the health related interest because you already have results within that domain. And so a, a, a obvious caveat here is that if you're just sitting on your ass all day, you're not improving in any way, shape or form, then you're not going to make money. You have to start now. No, I'm not going to give you motivation to go and do this. I mean, you have enough motivation. The universe is calling you to evolve. There's a pull. There's a reason you feel bad for not doing the things you're supposed to be doing. It's because it's obvious that you need to do them. And the only way you're going to enjoy doing them is from what we talked about earlier. You have to start, invest energy in the goal, and then you feel as if you're wasting that energy if you don't actually complete it. And along the way, that's the only way to expose yourself to experience within reality to actually find the things that allow you to keep going, the whys or the reasons. In short, stagnation equals death. And if you choose to do nothing with your life, that's how you become a cog in the machine. Because all human action is goal-oriented, and clearly you're going to keep walking around, moving, and doing things, and you're going to have to survive. So you're going to go along the default path until you work a job that you hate, until you finally hit that low point and decide to bounce out of it. You might as well start now. So now, let's talk about the four pillars of a six-figure one-person business. For brand, tell a story. For content, make a map. For product, create a game. That is a tweet of mine that I felt very insightful writing in the past. But Here's the thing. The one person business model can have so many different interpretations and definitions, right? It's just a concept. It's just made up. There's no actual thing that is the one person business model. It's an idea. And now that I have a small team, I can't really call myself. It's weird calling myself a one person business. And so because of that, I'm going to redefine it so that I can continue calling myself a one person business. And on top of that, just like little tangent here is that I pushed a bit too far into a business model that I didn't like going after. And it made me realize what I don't want, which I talk about all the time and how it made me realize what I want. So I'm actively trying to get back to just being one person with like a VA. A small team is good and I like it, but I've realized what I want above all else. I want to write and I want to take on creative challenges with my writing. That is what gives me energy for the rest of the day. And of course, I want to work on my health. I want to maintain my lifestyle and routine that I love. But the main thing, first thing in the morning is just writing and creative challenges. The income reflects that. But at the same time, it's like, I know that there's going to come a decrease in income from me peeling back my business so I can do that and focus solely on that and write more books and write more content and just really flex my mind and try to advance understanding in the topics that I like talking about. So for the sake of collective and shared definition, we're going to consider the one person business as turning yourself into a business. If you want to hire a VA or freelancers or contractors, like I don't have any employees right now. It's just a few contractors that I hire for odd jobs. So I give you permission, not that it matters because I'm not the gatekeeper of one person businesses. And so the one person business concept is a novel way of grabbing attention and saying, become high value and put yourself out there until enough people know who you are, what you do and why you do it. Opportunities will compound. In a nutshell, that's all you really need to do to succeed. So here are the four pillars. The first is brand. You are the niche. And so here's a graphic of the one person business. Again, pause screenshot, whatever, but we're going to go over this, but it may help just to go over it for like big picture. So your personal brand is your self or identity in the new society. Your identity is the underlying story that shapes your perspective. Your perspective contains goals from which you perceive situations. These goals can be assigned to you via social conditioning in your upbringing, or they can be self generated in alignment with your vision. When you read a book, any book, 
you are going to interpret it differently from another person just because you have different goals that are more prevalent in your life. Because if I read the book Awareness by Anthony DeMello at a financial low point in my life, I'm going to absorb the ideas that will most help me get out of that whole financial hole. And then if I read it where I'm at a spiritual low point, it's really going to help with that because it's a spiritual book. But what about a relationship's low point? Then it'll help with that, right? And I'm going to interpret the ideas based on the burning problems in my life. And so another person that reads reads it at a relationship high in their life are going to absorb the ideas that will allow them to reinforce that and keep it going and possibly nurture the relationship. So two people that read the same book at different points in their life or their story are going to have different insights that come from reading the actual book itself. So in order to create, you must consume and just by consuming stuff and being able to distribute your ideas without trying to fit it into any box, that's how you create unique content. That's how you create a unique brand. It's not that hard, but you have to be pursuing goals. You have to be building things. If you're stagnant, no wonder you can't generate ideas. It's because everything's just going in and out in one year out the whatever the fuck the saying is. So your brand is your vision for the future. And that evolves as you do. If you want to make it simpler, it's your goal that you're working towards the goal for your life or the goal for the next year of your life, whatever it is. What are you leading people towards? right? The goal. What's the intention of you? What's the intention of your brand? By leading people towards something, that's how you attract followers. If you're not doing anything in life, then you're not going to attract followers. Pillar number two is content or documenting your mind. I like to think of social media as a public note-taking system where you jot down what you are learning and how it applies to your life, your thoughts and opinions on your skills and interests, and the lessons you are learning throughout the story of life. Without knowing it, we are actively building out the collective consciousness online in an explorable fashion on the internet. But you can't just write things and pray that they grow your brand. You have to study the evergreen skills. You have to be building your brand. So a goal, right? Building towards that while learning about marketing, sales, copywriting, etc. everything that's going to grow the brand. So you have something to apply it to. And so if you want to learn these things and actually start building it, I would recommend the free portion of digital economics. I, I I believe that's a course within itself that's worth more than most other people's courses. So if you go to the digital economics landing page, there's an email sign up at the top. Just enter it there. You'll get an email to log into the free course. And now, of course, the rest of it, like the actual systems and my philosophies and everything that I do, that's a more expensive part of the course. The entire course isn't free. So if you don't want that, cool. If you do, check it out. And now if you have no idea what to learn, I'm just going to tell you straight up, start learning marketing, sales, copywriting, and direct response marketing from those lens, because that alone will change your life. And I know this is a cringe book title. I know that it may have some bad connotations with it, but Digital Millionaire Secrets really helped me understand and grasp what was going on online from the lens of like marketing. It could be seen as like pushy salesman, whatever, but you don't have to perceive it that way, right? You can take the lessons from it and use it ethically. And I would recommend doing that. It's actually a pretty short read, but very, very, very insightful. And I've talked a lot about these big principles in previous videos, like value creation, the single skill that built my one person business. That is a great starting point as well. So pillar number three is a product or public 
personal projects. Under the one-person business philosophy, you contribute to the new society by solving your own problems and selling the solution. Here's the progression. Identify a problem in your life, turn it into a personal project for experience, turn it into a minimum viable offer, start selling for 500 to 1,000 with freelancing or consulting, build your audience along the way with content, increase the depth and complexity of your offer, productize it when you feel ready so it can sell in your sleep. This will take about one to three years. So if your goal is to make money in business or your career, then you can learn a skill like email marketing. And if your goal is to increase your attraction and confidence and get ripped, then you can go to the gym and fix your nutrition. And then once you do, once you've achieve some form of progress within that, you can start talking about it, identifying knowledge gaps because you won't know how to articulate your points or, or you'll get challenged by someone online and are forced to learn more about what it is that you're learning. And then you can start teaching people as well, either for free or a small price tag, because the value that you ask for, the money has to reflect the amount of value that you can give. So if you're not an absolute expert with a ton of results, then you can't charge a super high price tag and that's fine. You're going to have to start lower and work your way up as you gain experience. So where does a project come into play? Projects are how you actually solve problems in the real world. They force you to apply what you learn. They're also tangible. They are your result. You can iterate on them and get better with time. You can reflect on them and make it easier to achieve for the next person. So with email marketing, you can create an email sequence for your own brand. You can either do it for an affiliate product so you have something to sell when you don't have anything to sell, or you can practice on your favorite books or products. Or if you create a product based around your interests, like if I'm interested in productivity, I can go and create a planner without any prior experience because the way you get results is just by putting something on the market. If you don't have anything on the market, then you're not going to be able to get results and you're not going to be able to refine it to get better results. And so once you do that, you can start to craft a persuasive argument around them in your email marketing sequences and actually practice the writing, speaking, marketing sales that you are learning applied through a results oriented skill like email marketing. And then from there, from that portfolio piece that you have, you can then create something better because you have to be able to iterate on something for it to be better. And if you don't have anything that you've created before, then you can't improve it. And so now you can go to like a brand and do a permissionless apprenticeship type deal where you write their email sequences for them, or you create a health program for them or whatever it may be. And you just send it to them and you'd be like, Hey, I, uh, I made this for you. Take it and do what you will with it. If you want to use it and see if you get results, cool. If not, whatever, just leave it at that. Don't be needy. Don't try and make the sale. Opportunities will come to you that way, I promise. And another way to do this, if you have something visual, is you can post it and tag them. If you're targeting a big creator, let's say you make a landing page for them, make sure it's good so you don't get embarrassed online. And you post the landing page onto the timeline and you tag them, like on Twitter, you post an image of it. And then if they like it, at least they're gonna comment, like, retweet, and then you can grow your audience that way, even if they don't use the landing page that you built for them. And even then, they just spread you to their audience. And so you'll have people that are actually interested in landing page design. And if they like your designs, then they're going to go into your DMs and ask to hire you. So pillar number four is marketing or selling to yourself because you won't make a single penny if you never self-promote. It's obvious because people ask me from a state of stress, worry, and overwhelm because they're not self-promoting why they're not making any money. And it's because they're not self-promoting. They're not even giving themselves a chance to get results or money. And they focus on doing everything that doesn't result in making more money. And marketing exists across the entirety of your brand, but is most prevalent in your landing pages for your products and services, your emails, where you promote them, your content, where you promote them, and your outreach messages, where you see if others are a fit for them. Again, I've talked about this all before in previous one-person 
Education Business videos. There's a playlist for that. And I give my exact systems out in two hour writer and digital economics courses. So let's just go over a framework that you can practice with and th understand that I can't just go over every single nuance and thing here. You have to take the framework, view it for what it is, the essence of each part and be able to apply it to literally everything in your brand. So the first thing is to identify their goals or desired outcome. And I'm talking about the person that you were trying to sell a product or service to or just someone that you're trying to promote to because you have to know what your audience wants and you have to make it top of mind for them by talking about it in your content promotions or just bringing it up to them in the DMs. Like, what are you building right now? I'm interested in that. What's your goal? That's literally the best starting point for any conversation is like, hey, dude, looks like you're building something cool. Mind if I ask more about it? What's this thing that you're building? What's this website? What's this content? What's this interest that you're talking about? Ask questions. You become interesting by being interested in other people. And for the love of all things holy, like, oh my gosh, don't be so robotic with this. Like, just be a normal person. Text like if you're texting a, pr a friend. People want that authenticity where my editor, Devin, has people from my community, and I try to make this clear in everything that I write. They'll DM him like a pitch and it's just like the most washed down thing in the world and it's like you don't think that people can like see through that it's like dude just say hey what the fuck is up man i, I want to get to know you <laughs> what are you working towards what's this thing you're building is there any way i can help with it just be a genuine human being so the next thing once you understand what their goal is you have to under you have to identify what is standing in the way what is the reason people aren't achieving their goals what is the reason you didn't achieve the goal at the start. Write it out in your promotions or ask the person you were talking to in your outreach messages. An example, what's preventing you from achieving the goal that they mentioned, right? You have to understand what's the pain point, what's stopping them from overcoming it. You're digging deeper into why they aren't achieving the goal. And if that goal is actually desirable to them, then they're going to become more aware of the problem in their life. And so the last thing from this state of them having goal top of mind, understanding that they aren't going to be able to reach it themselves, you present your solution as a way to solve that burning problem. And so now that you know about the goal and what's standing in the way, you understand whether they are a fit for you or not. If they are not a fit, leave it alone. Don't try to sell them. If they are a fit, then just present it. It's like, hey man, I have this service or product and I think it'd really help. Do you want to hear more about it? And so something you can ask here as well is ask them how their life would be impacted if they don't reach the goal that they're trying to achieve, right? You have to make them realize what is actually going to make them move. People move when there is a problem in their life that they are aware of, like really aware of and how it's impacting their life. So if their goal is to make more money and there's something standing in the way, like, oh, I don't have the time or I don't know how to actually start or I just don't have a business model that fits me. It's like, okay, I have a solution for that personally. The one person business model, I can teach you about it for 500 bucks over the course of two calls. And then I ask like, what's like, if you don't do this, like, how's it going to impact your life? And you can even resonate with them here where it's like, yeah, man, I understand that I, when I didn't have this business or I wasn't making enough money, it really impacted me in this, this, and this way. Like, does that resonate at all with you? And then they answer it and you're like, okay, well, like this wasn't initially meant to be a pitch, but it feels like I should at least put this on your radar, my product or service. Like, do you want to hear more about it? And so to practice all of it, like just communication and being a normal person in general, I have the non-needy networking process video that you can go and watch that walks you through it. And that also helps with like how to grow your brand without, or, or like in an authentic way. And frankly, that's all you really need to know about the one person business model for now. That's big picture understanding, some practical advice, but that's all you really need. 
Like go take a course or something, invest in your self-education, contribute to the creator economy. Because if you're going to ask for money from it, but you're not putting money into it, that's kind of selfish. Like you shouldn't really try to join the new society that way. You need to actually contribute by putting money into it because you believe in it, you're investing in it, and you're putting pressure on the line for yourself to actually be a part of that society slash economy. Of course, uh, I've made previous videos on this all the time. The one person business model playlist, you can go and watch it. Aside from that, the Art of Focus book will be launching soon stoked about that uh digital economics link in the description to our writer uh free guides power planner seven days to genius ideas a lot of good stuff check it out description see you in the next video peace